What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 11 of the Bag Talk Show. This is a special episode because of everything that's happening in the world right now, and we want to make sure we put a video out so you know what to do during this tough time. Uh, before we get started, we want to just pray real quick for Ukraine and Russia because of everything that's happening. So, you know, just take a quick second and pray for them. Um, also, make sure you stay until the end because we do have some pretty cool news that we're going to share with you that I don't think has been shared on other channels before. No. So it's, it's pretty cool. But let's just dive into what's happening and talk about some history so you know why Russia is actually doing what they're doing. Yeah, man. So Russia and Ukraine, man, they have an extensive history. It dates mm -hmm. back like a thousand years. Yep. Um, but more recently, the most recent thing that happened was in 2014 mm -hmm. when Russia actually invaded Crimea, yep. which is in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Picture this, Ukraine has a president, yeah, um, and that president is pro-Russia. Okay. Because, you know, Russia and Ukraine, sometimes people in Ukraine have Russian ties. Mm -hmm. All right. So they overthrew that guy. Mm -hmm. Now, Russia comes in two days later. Yeah. Two days later, they come in to invade Ukraine, and all types of bloodshed happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, you know, 14,000 people died. Um, over That's the course of yeah, That's it's, it's a lot, man, and a million people have been displaced, mm -hmm. and it's just it's unfortunate. This situation is unfortunate to say the least. But since about 2015, mm -hmm. there's been um, some peace set in the area. Okay, so things have been stabilized up until <laughs> more recently. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, Russia is not new to this, right? Like they they obviously have done this before, yeah. and they don't really care about what anything was out there in Ukraine. So let's just talk about President Day, right? So on Wednesday night, what Russia did was what they do, essentially. Uh, Vladimir Putin, the president, came in and said, we're actually gonna send our troops to Ukraine and start the invasion. So we all saw the news, we all saw the different bomb threats that were going on, the different gunshots that were going on. It was not a pretty sight at all, but obviously the invasion did kick off and that was terrible right because at the end of the day ukraine didn't necessarily back off they actually said that yo if you're going to come into our country we're going to see you face to face that was a legit quote that the president <laughs> of ukraine said like you're not going to see our back you're going to see our face yeah. so that came down to it and which sucks to be honest because when you look at the population size russia's population is about 145 million whereas ukraine is 44 million so there's yeah. a large difference. Yeah, huge difference, actually. Yeah. And, and the second part about it is that there was actually agreement made between European countries that there's not going to be another invasion. There's not going to be anyone just entering into each other's countries and saying we're taking over. But once again, Russia did not really abide by this, yeah. which sucks. Yeah. So that's, that's that part, honestly. Yeah, yeah. and then also you got to think about uh, the, the role that, you know, Russia plays as far as economics. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, cause there's a huge economic impact based on what's going on. Like, Russia is a, is a major um, global oil exporter. Yep. All yep. right? So, and they also are the largest source of natural gas. Which obviously plays an impact into everything you're seeing right now, like all the oil prices, all the gas prices everyone's talking about. That is why. Yep. Right? So when you look at this... Let's just talk about everything that's happened in the past. Right? Yeah. So obviously, this is not the first time invasions have happened. There's been other invasions. There's been other trends that have occurred. Um, so when you think about one, it's been 9-11, right? Mm. And at the end of the day, when different events occur in the market, the market tends to actually recover. Yeah. So when you look at it, in 9-11, when this happened, four days, the market was completely closed, right? The U.S. stock market did not open up. Yeah. And then when it did open up, it saw a 14% decline in itself, right? Yeah. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> exactly. Facts. And then afterwards, it continued to decline, but there was good news. So when you look at it, since 1940, out of all the different political events that have occurred, 
66% of the time after the first month, there's a recovery. Okay. Mm. And then after one year, 80% of the time, there's a recovery. Yeah. So stocks do tend to rebound. You just have to give it some time. So everyone panicking right now, it's not a reason to panic necessarily for the stock market. It's more so a reason to panic for the people living in Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, those are the ones who are really in distress right now, you know? Exactly. Because, um, you know, even if you look back to, like, Russian and Ukraine conflict, mm-hmm. we talk about 2014. Um, back in 2014, it took about around a month for the stock market, the S&P 500, to recover. Yeah. So that's not really that long in the grand scheme of things. No, so, that actually falls within the 66% we talked about. Exactly. 9-11 recovered within a month. Same mm-hmm. thing with uh, the Ukraine-Russia conflict in 2014. So. Exactly. And then when you look at the, the graphs that we're showing you, right, because we have a couple of illustrations that we found. So when you look at this particular graph, out of five different ones, situations that you see at least, there's different wars that are occurring. Four times out of five, after the invasion of the dip that occurred, there was a rise, right? It it went back up. And when I say it, the stock market went back up. So it it does recover. You just have to give it some time. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, as you could also see on this table that we're showing you, Mm -hmm. um, how how does the stock market react after geopolitical events like the Russia-Ukraine conflict? You could see how it's recovered. It's it's recovered pretty well in Mm -hmm. good time spans. You know, this table shows you how it's recovered in one month three months, six months, and then one year out from the event. Exactly. It's done pretty well. There's a lot of green on that table. Exactly. And I think that that speaks to everything we were always preaching on this channel, which is long-term investing. Mm-hmm. You're going to be okay if you invest in good, credible companies. So now that you know about the history, you know about, the, obviously, the present situation, we just told you the history of the stock market and how it's recovered. Let's talk about the current time period, right? Yeah. So obviously, there's a lot going on, and European countries in general and the west side of things like u.s is pushing back yeah. against russia and what they're doing is passing sanctions so sanction is basically like a penalty that you could think of that gets imposed when someone is not following certain types of rules so russia did not abide by the rules of invasion we're going to put a sanction on them yeah but the crazy part about the sanction is that u.s comes out and lays a heavy sanction this time not the little baby ones that we were doing earlier, right? <laughs> they actually said, we're gonna put a freeze to up to a trillion dollars worth of assets in Russia and cut off any high value assets that are being imported into Russia. Yeah. So that's a big deal, right? Cause no, that's, that's, supposed to, that's supposed to harm their economy in yeah. a way. But does Russia really care about this stuff, bro? Nah, it don't seem like Russia's too concerned. Russia right? is more concerned with making sure that they take over Ukraine exactly. than the sanctions that is being put on by the West. Exactly. But there's a reason for that, correct? Yeah. Why is Russia not really worried, bro? Russia's not worried because they've been preparing for this for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. been preparing, man, and like we're gonna get into something special that they've been preparing for, preparing with. Yeah. But Russia actually, Russia and Ukraine account for about twenty percent of global corn mm-hmm. exports and twenty five percent of wheat exports. Which is huge because obviously when you grow that stuff in house, you don't have to worry about importing it. Right, mm-hmm. which which we spoke about because U.S. did put a sanction on this. So if you don't have to worry about the importing side of things and you grow it in house, now you can sit back because you know you got it. Yeah, for right? real. <laughs> yeah, and and also they supply about a third of the gas mm. supplies to yep. the European Union. Yep, that's a lot. So the mm-hmm. European countries that are involved will be hit heavily uh, due to this. Yeah, right. And then when you think about it, let's just think, right? So obviously, we explained the situation in 2014. So Mm -hmm. we have, when I say we, the U.S. has passed sanctions on Russia before. And when they did, it actually impacted Russia a large amount. 
they lost 50 billion dollars a year because of this yeah. however now it's a very different story oh, it's very right? different <laughs> and it's different because of this thing called crypto <laughs> right yeah. and so explain some why it you know why is it different and what does crypto really have to do with this because a lot of people don't believe anything about crypto oh yeah well okay so the whole point of crypto is to in a sense have decentralization or anonymous transactions exactly so so let's just think about it how does the u.s and or any western country impose sanctions they're able to track the trade movements mm -hmm. between russia and other countries do yep. because it goes through a bank yeah crypto does crypto go through the bank nah not at all that's it's, it's supposed to actually go through like a kyc know your customer type thing but this article was actually saying earlier that because of cryptocurrency not being as strong in the KYC world, it's hard to track it, which hits to your point. Exactly. So now think about it. If Russia has sanctions on, on them, mm -hmm. they're going to find ways to anonymously transact with countries. Yep. So countries are not as scared to transact with Russia because they're like, yo, we could transact with Russia mm -hmm. and the U.S. So anybody would never know about it. Yeah. We could do this anonymously. Mm -hmm. And Russia has already released... Um, their CBDC, which is a, a central bank digital currency. Yep, yep. China has a CBDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. India, different countries around the world have released CBDCs. And we've spoken about this on the channel as well, like At numerous length. times, right? We yes. spoke about it last episode, we spoke about the episode before. Digital mm -hmm. currency is literally becoming a thing. Like it's already a thing and it's only expanding itself. Exactly. And and just so this is not a theory, you could think about like North Korea and Iran. Mm -hmm. They've already been transacting with, with each other because they already have sanctions on them. And they're like, okay, we'll transact using digital currency. Exactly. They've been doing it already. So since they've been doing it, if you think about it, right? I'm just thinking out loud here. If, you, if yeah. they've been doing it, what makes you think that Russia is not going to, you know, get in contact with them and do what they have to do as well? Exactly. It's been done. If it's been done in the past, it could be done in the future. Yeah, watch. Russia, Russia and China are plotting. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's getting to that yeah. point, obviously. So that lets you know why Russia is not actually scared. Essentially, you know, U.S. is doing what they have to do and other countries are getting involved, like the Western countries that you spoke about. But Russia is not really worried because of this twist that we just said, the crypto, which that not many channels have mentioned. They are we not said. talking about that too much. Right? Man. We all talk about crypto in a positive light, and I love crypto. We mm -hmm. love crypto. But yep. this is where crypto could really shake up the finance world. Exactly, which is, which is scary. So mm -hmm. let's just talk about what you need to be doing right now to cover yourself. Mm -hmm. So this little piece right here that we found, it, it's basically saying that if the result of what happened in 2014 is similar to what's happening right now, yeah. the, the impact on the economy is not going to be large, right? Yeah. And when I say on the economy, we're talking about the U.S. economy here. Yeah. The reason behind it is really because U.S. is independent of Russia. Um, I know we spoke a lot about statistics and like the corn, the wheat, the gas, the oil. Yeah. The U.S. also has allies that I could trust, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's not really as worried when it comes to this part. Yeah, exactly, man. The U.S. has, has done a good job to kind of uh, become more self-sufficient over time. Yep. You know, so kudos to U.S. for that. It's just really the European countries that will feel the, the brute effects of yep. these, san these sanctions on Russia. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, continue, because I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I got you. Uh, so basically, what do you think about it, right? Uh, another, th another thing about this whole thing for you guys is you have to focus on value stocks. So don't just panic sell right now. Don't start selling things because, you know, the market's going down. In fact, what you have to be doing is buying good companies. So yeah. I think that's what you were trying to say earlier. Like, don't focus on random companies, random cryptos, random entities, anything of that sort. You want to invest in good, credible companies. We speak about it all the time. 
Microsoft, Apple, Disney, um, just just value stocks, right? Yeah. And if you're not a big stock person, you could always go the ETF route. Going to the ETF route, man. Like think about it. In this time period, I know you've seen some of your individual stocks mm-hmm. drop maybe fifty percent, sixty percent. Yep. It's a scary time. If you look at ETFs, how far have they dropped down? You mm-hmm. might get a ten. Maybe a twenty, especially if it's leveraged. Yeah. But you know, ETFs is just a much safer investment, and mm-hmm. you still benefit from growth. Exactly. Individual stocks are very hard to call unless you're dealing with some of the stocks that Hanu just talked about, like yeah. Apple, Microsoft, because mm-hmm. they actually draw back similar to ETFs, ten percent, fifteen, nothing Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, which what, what you really gotta do is just be careful because during this time period that we're in, there's a lot of uncertainty, right? So don't start playing games with your money right now because you're an investor, you're not a gambler. Okay, so at the end of the day, just be safe with your with your investments and put them into good, safe picks because that's what you need to be doing, especially during this tough time period. So that basically lets you know the history of Russia, what's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now, um, the past and how the market has recovered, what you need to be doing right now, and how the crypto movement is actually huge with this overall situation. Yeah. So that's a good summary for you guys. Hopefully you guys got some value from this. And if you're still watching, please like, comment, subscribe to this channel. Hit that notification bell. Comment to let us know if you liked what you heard, if this helped you. Um, and if it did, you're welcome. For real. <laughs> and, and tell us your thoughts on the crypto thing because not too many people are talking about that. Yeah. And that is, that's something that is interesting to me. I got to look into that some more. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> but we're going to catch you on Monday. As we said, this was a special episode just for you guys to be aware of what's happening. Yeah. But until then, peace. Peace. Peace.